Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Zone Blitz. As always, I'm Vince Miller, joined by my co-host Ashton Overholt. Ashton, I'm excited for this episode. How are you doing today? Yeah, doing well. Um, we're recording this the Monday after the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and we will not have another game of competitive football until the end of August. And like, just thought of that today, and it's been a rough day. And uh, yeah, it's been tough. Yeah, tough day. I, I will say the um, we I think last pod we talked about referees and refing in a college um, scenario and like, yeah, we had some issues maybe with some of the ref decisions that were made. Um, and then the NFL comes in over the top last night in the Super Bowl, completely deciding the Super Bowl. I was like, hey, at least they have problems too. You know, not, not, <laughs> it's uh, not just uh, college that has problems with refs. <laughs> Did you, did you enjoy the Super Bowl though? Like, did you have rooting interest or? Uh, no, not, I mean, not, I'll be honest. It was like probably the second full NFL game I watched all year. Like I just yeah. haven't watched any and yeah, like it, it, it was okay. It, it really was. It was okay. I, yeah. I kind of got into it, but yeah, it was, it's whatever. I mean, there's a reason why, like this is a college football podcast and there's a reason yeah. for it. <laughs> just a couple of guys that like college football. That's all. Than the yeah. NFL. That's right. Okay, so today we are talking about um, the teams that we feel can win the title in, in this upcoming season. Not yeah. not like ever. Obviously, there's teams that we feel like have title um, title winning ceilings in the in their history or in their future that maybe can't win it this year. Um, kind of mm-hmm. going into each individual season, like who do you think can can actually win the title that season? That's what we're talking about today. And then at the yeah. end of the pod, I'll just put a little tease out there. So. We wanted to have a little bit of an off-topic um, draft. So after we're talking about college football, we're gonna going to have a fast food chain draft. So yeah, just just uh, put a little plug out there. Uh, keep paying attention. That that should also be a lot of fun. But but yeah, Ashton. So okay, I kind of set it up already, but there are, I'm. We've both kind of looked into this a little bit. What, there's teams that we feel like can actually win the title this upcoming season. I think most fan bases feel like they have a shot. Like I feel like that's just generally speaking, most most fan bases can talk themselves into more of a shot than they re- realistically have. Sure. Um, when that might not be <laughs> like okay, yeah, like Iowa is not going to win the national title this year, okay. and I think Why that's do... probably a bad example because they probably know that. But do we have to start in on them? I'm sorry, time? I'm sorry. Yeah. I just went right on in Iowa. I should have chose somebody else. But Ashton, yeah. like, I'll just put it to you. Like, how did you start the process of even narrowing this down? Okay, the so recruiting has so much to do with it. Yes, like like the amount of just horsepower that you have on a roster, like th- that. It at the end of the day, it does like that eliminates you from contention. You, you can't win a national championship on signing day, but you can lose one. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's a lot of people have said that for a lot of years. That's not, that's nothing new. We're all kind of aware of that. So not signing day is maybe a little bit overrated. Like you, you can make it an argument that signing day is overrated, mm-hmm. but if you're not good on signing day, if you're not signing good classes, you do not have a chance to win a title. Like we have, we have years of, of, data on this now especially with the cfp like 
we know what we're getting there. It's kind of the, you, there's some prerequisites. There's some guys, some, some things that you have to have. Yes. And, and it is, you need a top 20 roster, like just overall roster, probably mm-hmm. top 15 to be more specific, but you can make a case for some of the teams in like from 15 to 20, just from a overall roster, like just a, a, a one number. Like if you can get it down to one number, how much talent do you have on your roster? And you have to be somewhere, yeah, 15 or higher probably. So mm-hmm. that's kind of where, yeah, the jumping off point. And I think Bud Elliott, he does like a blue chip ratio, right? And I think you're going to get into it a little bit. Um, you're, yeah, more into that than I am. But I think it's I think it's it's quite true. Like I, it, it is fascinating. TCU almost upset the apple cart this past year. They were very, very close. That would have been the first team from outside the top 15 to win. Like mm-hmm. that would have been, yeah. And obviously they got stomped on, they got smashed. I don't know. Is it, okay, let's just, I'm going to start out. Like we all know that Georgia obviously can win. Ohio State, like obviously Michigan, obviously Alabama, for sure. Like we, those guys have a chance. They've all made playoffs recently, right? Yeah. Where do you draw the line? Like for, for me, like Washington, like a team like Washington, can Washington win a title? Can, can someone like, I won't say Notre Dame, like I Notre Dame is in, I like, they would have the talent to do so, but like Utah, like what, you know, like what are we thinking of some of those teams that are right? They're kind of on that fringe range, right. Of like the productions there and they're winning big time games, but the, the talent isn't there. So like, that's where I'm like, it's a tough line to draw and we're going to try to try to draw that line in this in this episode for me that's where i that's kind of it right there the teams there are some some teams that are winning big games but don't have the talent on paper mm-hmm. and like yeah and how do i feel about those like utah is a perfect example like is utah capable of winning a title this next year no <laughs> so you touched yeah. on the blue chip ratio and i guess i'll get into my methodology just a little bit here so Bud Elliott puts out his blue chip ratio every year, which is very simple. Um, it's just in your last four recruiting classes, what is the percentage of, of those signees that were four or five star players? Uh, very simple. And it's not like this is a ranking of teams necessarily. It's more like in the internet recruiting area era, you have to be at least 50% blue chip ratio in order to win a title. Um, that's, that stood true ever since he was, he started tracking that over a decade ago. Um, and he said he likes to say that he thinks that someday, like a team in the '40s with an excellent quarterback, could could make this end. But for mm-hmm. now, it's always been a team with at least 50% blue chips, and it feels like the top level of the sport. I mean, really, it is. It's, it doesn't just feel like it. Like it, the fact is, the top level of the sport is actually getting higher in, in that percentage. Um, so the first thing I did was just, okay, who are the teams that have 50% or more blue chips? Because honestly, I don't think you can do it if you don't have at least 50%. And, and I'll, I'll share, there's two teams that are in the 40s. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty big drop off. Those two teams are Tennessee and North Carolina. Yeah. So like, if you wanted to make an argument that Tennessee could win the title or North Carolina could win the title, like I, maybe if everything like... There, were, there is so much that would have to go right. I, I do feel mm-hmm. like those are probably the type of teams that could make the playoff. You know, like last year, USC could have, like, they could have made the playoff. All they had to do was right. pull out that win in the Pac-12 championship game. I don't think USC could have won a title last year. Mm-hmm. And I think 
Tennessee and North Carolina are kind of in that vein. They're, they're both recruiting pretty well. I don't think they can win the title. So above them, there are 16 teams that have at least 50% blue chips. So that's, that's where I started. I started okay. with those 16. And then after that, I looked at a few other things. So the blue chip ratio is just a percentage. Um, actually, I was curious to see the total blue chip uh, signees alongside that because I people's teams sign different numbers of players over a four year span. Um, for example, USC, they're at 56% blue chippers. They actually have signed fewer total blue chippers than Tennessee and North Carolina, who I just talked about. Um, signed smaller classes, um, didn't fill their classes all the way, um, ha- have had to fill out their roster with with transfers, some of whom are highly ranked, but a lot of whom are, you know, your, your mid-tier three-star type of transfers. So I, I actually eliminated USC because of that. I feel like their roster is more like a Tennessee or North Carolina. Now I know they wow. have Caleb Williams. Yeah. I, if they had hired Jim Leonard or something this, this offseason, I probably would have <laughs> gone ahead and given them the nod, like as a team that could do it. I don't think they can do it. <laughs> Go ahead. So like you mentioned coaching, like should, should they have hired Leonard as the DC? Like mm-hmm. it feels a lot different than with Alex Grinch, right? At yes. USC. And, and so, cause we're trying to talk about talent and trying to get it down to one number and mm-hmm. you can go on 24 seven sports and look at the college football team, like the composite of talent that they have. And it gets it down to a number of points and it shows how many five stars, how many four stars that team has, but where does the coaching impact that number? Because there's no doubt that, Texas A&M, who's very high, right? They have 10 five stars on their roster. There's no, there's no doubt, or they, or they, sorry, they did. They, I don't think they do anymore. <laughs> Last year they did. But there's no doubt that like, the, the coaches have brought that team down, right? There's, mm-hmm. there's no question about that. The coaches have, have lowered that level, whereas, yeah, like you mentioned, like someone like a Tennessee is kind of punching above their weight mm-hmm. a little bit um, to where like Tennessee easily could have been a playoff team last year. Um, yeah, like even like Washington, South Carolina, teams that are that are well coached, kind of punching above their weight a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where do you how do you factor in the coaches? Because I, I do think it is it is possible for a team outside of 50 percent blue chip outside mm-hmm. of that blue chip ratio to win a title. Like, I think that's very possible. I think Tennessee has a a, a good a shot as anyone, especially you get a really good quarterback and a really good coach, like a coach quarterback combo that's really clicking. Even USC could throw that in there. I yeah, I don't know. Like, like how do you value coaching in in the quarterback in particular? Because there's no doubt that if you're good at those two positions, you have a huge advantage over most teams. Like there's no question about that. No, I, I definitely factored it in. That was definitely a part of the reason why I eliminated USC from my list. And and I wanted to eliminate some of these blue chip teams because I didn't want to just say, oh, well, if you have 50%, you can win it. If you don't, you can't. Um, that's over. Who, who are you trying to eliminate? Who are you so, trying to eliminate? So the, of the 16 blue chip teams, we I think we can agree there's three teams that have a good chance of winning a title. It's Alabama, okay. it's Georgia, and then I put Ohio State in there as well. Those are the three teams that have a good chance of winning a title. Just those teams are all 78% or higher blue chip ratio, clear, clear um, difference between what those rosters look like and the rest of the country. Plus Mm -hmm. you have good coaching staffs. We think for the most part on those, on those teams and all three of them are losing um, their starting quarterbacks, but they all have plenty of talented quarterbacks in their rooms. 
Sure. And so I, I did, and then for, okay, for the rest of the team, so there's 13 other blue chip teams. I ended up eliminating five of them um, as, and, and kind of what I was looking at was I wanted a team. Well, first of all, we already talked about the blue chip ratio. You got to have 50% blue chips. You yep. can't have any massive like coaching holes. So, and that's kind okay. of, that was kind of like another strike against USC was Alex Grinch. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't looking at every single coordinator on all of these teams. It was more like, are there any just glaring issues at, on the coaching staff on any of these teams? Um, and then the third thing I looked at was, can I imagine this quarterback um, playing very well? <laughs> um, because I do think you need, especially if, you, if you're not named Alabama, Georgia, or Ohio State, you're going to need really good quarterback play, right? Can we agree yeah. there? Agreed, yeah. <laughs> so I eliminated five of these teams. Not all because of the same reason, but USC was probably they would they definitely had the best quarterback situation of those five, but they had the worst coaching situation as far as a mm-hmm. single like glaring red hole, black hole, mm-hmm. whatever. Does it, how how does that methodology sound to you? And what what how did you do your methodology different from mine? So okay, that it makes a ton of sense what you said. However, where I push back, I think you have to include USC. Okay. Because you have a Heisman Trophy winner coming back with a coach who's proven to be, I mean, they're going to have great quarterback play. Like, that's just a fact. Like, yes. I mean, barring a, a, a catastrophic injury, they're going to have an advantage over every single other team they play at the quarterback position. Um, that, so that's kind of there off the top. And they almost were a playoff team this past year. Caleb Williams said this past week that had he not gotten hurt, that they would have won the Pac-12. And well, Yeah, who knows <laughs> Like, yeah, sour grapes, whatever. But, like, the argument's there. They were very, very close to being a playoff team this past year, and there's a difference between being a playoff team and winning a championship. I understand that. We saw that with TCU. I get it. But if you're in the playoff, you have a puncher's chance. Like, you're 60 minutes away. You're a couple of tipped interceptions away from upsetting someone. Like, that could happen. I think I include him. Like, I think I would actually push back a little bit and in- include USC. Now, I'm not a USC defender by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> Go look at the comments on our USC videos. They do not like me very much. But I do think, like, th- that you, yeah, it's hard to eliminate them considering that they were so close this past year and you're returning a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. Uh, yeah, would have loved a new defensive coordinator. We didn't get one at USC. We didn't get one. So we're, we're stuck with, with what we've got. But I still think they're really close. So you can really- see you can see a team with Alex Grinch as their defensive coordinator winning the national title this next season. Okay. I would <laughs> Who are the other teams that you eliminated? Let's move on. Okay, so I, I eliminated Auburn. Um Okay. The quarterbacks are it's gonna be Robbie Ashford or TJ Finley, first year for Hugh Freeze. Yeah. That's a debacle. That yep. one's pretty easy, I thought. Um <laughs> I also eliminated Florida. Um mm. It's Graham Mertz or Jack Miller at quarterback. I know. And they lost a few of their offensive line starters to USC, actually. <sighs> they are, they are, they got a good, some good transfers in, like on the offense. Sure. Line. Like they're, they're going to be able to run the ball. But yeah, no, you're, I agree. Like you, you can't, you can't just run the ball and go and win. I just game. can't see Graham Mertz leading Florida to a national title. I just can't, like, if everything goes right, maybe they make the playoff. But that's kind of how I viewed mm. all, pretty much all of these teams that I eliminated. 
from the blue chip ratio. Like, if everything goes right, they're a playoff team. But can I actually see that quarterback, or Alex Grinch, in USC's case, winning a national title, which is just different? Um, yeah. So and, where, and where did the, you like end up on are, Florida? Okay. Well, oh, goodness. Okay. <laughs> Florida can run the ball very well. Like, I think they're going to surprise some people. I think they will – I don't, we don't know what their preseason win total over under will be, but I will probably be betting the over on Florida simply because I think the number is going to be really low for them next year. Like, I think they're getting a ton of bad publicity right now. They're, they don't like the lack of weapons. And I understand that they don't like the quarterback. I understand that too. So the simple answer is run the ball, run the ball and play defense. And Florida's very talented. I think people forget that they got some, they have, they have some really good ball players. Mm-hmm. They, I, I'm the, at the same spot as you. Florida and Auburn, you have to eliminate them. Part of the reason is because they have to go through Georgia. So I don't yeah. think they're going to, I don't think they can win a championship this year. I have no problem with that. Um, do we want to talk about USC or sorry, Tennessee? Because like I disagree with, with you on, I, okay, Tennessee has a much better chance of winning than Florida or Auburn. Like I could see that. I would, I, I would say a better chance than USC of winning a national title. I really like, I'm fairly high on Tennessee. I, I I kind of view them around the same as USC. I do think that Joe Milton, mm. I know he's got a very high ceiling, which I guess is what they would need. Like in this theoretical world, everything everything goes about as well as could be imagined. I just mm-hmm. I just don't know that their defense can be as good enough. I, mm. I, I and that's kind of why I put them in sort of in the USC category, not because they have Alex Grinch as their defensive coordinator, but I don't know if yeah. they have quite enough talent on the defensive side of the ball to actually have a national title winning defense. I think they can, they can upset an Alabama or a Georgia again next year. Like, absolutely they can. I don't think they can upset both and right. then also yeah. win two playoff games on top of that. Yeah, no, that's fair. Tennessee has Tennessee, to win it for them to win a championship, they have to knock down all the pins. Like they have to. Well, I think the they would need to win one of those two in the regular season. And then yeah. they would also need to win two playoff games, most likely against another one of those teams, if not both. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I, no, I agree. I agree. I do think though, that there, there is a world from this past year that if Hinn and Hooker doesn't get hurt, that Georgia wants no part of Tennessee on a neutral field. Like you could kind of convince me of that as a Georgia fan. Like ten- yeah. Tennessee lost to to Georgia in the rain by thirteen points. Like Georgia may not enjoy a rematch there. Like I yeah I don't know. Ten- Tennessee's Tennessee's difficult. I think they're on the come up as well. So yeah I don't know where where do you fall on some other teams? I'm like Penn State and are they do they make it for you? They, that was another one. They were one of my hardest ones. I actually kept them because okay the ceiling with Drew are. And those two running backs they have, um, they brought in a really good receiver, Dante Cephas, in the portal. I yeah, they're they're at 55.9% blue chip ratio. Um, and just Drew Lar, I know he's not established yet, but I was looking for like who are the quarterbacks that I could conceivably see just going off on, on these blue chip ratio teams. And you could conceivably right. see him just going off. We know he has the talent. Sure. So I included them. I, I would too. Yeah, I have no problem with that. Penn State could be like a surprise team that, yeah, like you're talking about, well, like with these teams kind of farther down the list, you're talking about everything going right. Like you're talking about mm-hmm. every single thing exactly. going their way. So yeah, uh, and you could say that Alar 
even if he's just average, is about what Sean Clifford was the past seven yeah. years anyway. So, <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, I like the run game. Yeah. Like the, they have a lot of talent on defense too. I think that's kind of underappreciated sometimes they have to go to Ohio state. That's, that's tough. Yeah. Like that's, that's not fun. Um, but again, like you can probably lose, you can probably lose that one game. If you also, if then you go beat Michigan and like win the rest yeah. of your games convincingly. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Fair enough. How about this? Do you just want to read the teams that you have and then the ones that just missed? Yeah, so I actually put them in two different tiers. I have three guarantees, like absolutely, Alabama, Georgia, okay. Ohio State. And then I have okay. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I have eight teams that could conceivably win the national title in my mind. Um, and I will <laughs> – some of these I'm already regretting. But <laughs> I, I was looking for, like, if everything went just perfectly right. And the, the one thing that – all of these eight teams have in common is you could see the quarterback play carrying that roster. That's not quite as good as Alabama, Georgia, Ohio state, and, and just taking them to that next level. I have Texas mm-hmm. A&M on my list. Um, yeah, Connor Wigman, let's go. Connor Wigman looked decent last year and you bring in Bobby Petrino. It could be horrible. They could go four and eight, but there's also, there's also like, three percent chance that it's like incredible and connor wigman wins the heisman and they have a talented defense and they beat bama again and they win the national title i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna give him like a one and a half percent chance <laughs> so i included them um okay. i have i included clemson um same thing with kate klubnik um and yep. they brought in <laughs> they brought in garrett garrett riley so you, you gotta love that sure I included Oklahoma. They're sixth in the blue chip ratio. Um, yeah. Dylan Gabriel, Jackson Arnold. And actually for a lot of these teams, I listed a couple quarterbacks because you could see one or yeah, the other. One. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas, I included Quinn Ewers and Arch Manning. They're, they're at 71% in the blue chip ratio. Um, so there's, there's okay. actually seven teams over 70%, um, which is probably the most ever, I would think. Yeah. I included LSU. Um, have to. Yeah. Yes. Jaden Daniels, Garrett Nussmeyer. Mm-hmm. And then if I'm just going down the list in the blue chip ratio, I then skipped Florida. I, I eliminated them because of the quarterbacks. And then next is Notre Dame. I included them with Sam Hartman. Um, if they had not gotten Hartman, I don't think I could have included them. Right. But yeah. Also, no, that's fair. The, there's reports out there that the, the likely hire, I guess, is, is the Utah offensive coordinator um, who we had talked yeah. about a little bit. And I think that would be an absolute upgrade over Tommy Reese. So bringing in Sam Hartman, like he's that quarterback who you could see carrying that team if everything goes right. Um, Mm -hmm. The next three teams on the blue chip ratio are Oregon, Miami, and USC. I limited all three of those. I think we've seen Bo Nix's ceiling. It was a good ceiling, though. It was a good ceiling, ceiling. but could 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 you see that team winning the national title next year? If okay, I mean there there is a world where like say you get a replica of what Bo Nix had like just production wise from from last year and into this next year. Say it's the same guy, and like the defense gets better because there's there's no doubt that the recruiting has in like it has impacted Oregon's roster to the to the way that they have more five stars just floating around now. Like you need to have by the way, like for like for depth purposes, they definitely have that. Like no, there there's a world for for me where Oregon would 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 be involved. 
I would actually push to include Oregon. Finish the list. Let, let me just wrap my yeah. mind around that one just a little bit more. So I knocked off Miami because of, yeah, it's Miami. Agreed. Tyler Van Dyke. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Knocked off USC. already talked about them. I included Penn State. We talked about them. I knocked off Auburn. We mentioned that. Then the last one on the list was Michigan. I included them. Um, they're number 16 in the country in blue chip ratio, but they have J.J. McCarthy. Um, a little concerned about their backup quarterback, just in case McCarthy would go down. But we're talking about everything goes well. So we assume J.J. McCarthy stays healthy and and is insane. If he, you know, if he turns in a Heisman season, I think he could win it. Like, I think they could possibly win the title. Um, so my to, just to recap, my 11 teams are Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, Texas A&M, Clemson, Oklahoma, Texas, LSU, Notre Dame, Penn State, and Michigan. Okay, so Michigan, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a problem with this this offseason. Where where does like the games on the field do have to matter yeah. at some point? And, and I'm with you on the recruiting thing, but there there's no question that they have went they went to Ohio State and outplayed Ohio State. Ohio State is losing their Mr. Superman at quarterback, so CJ Stroud goes to the NFL, and they're gonna have either McCord or, or uh, Devin Young there, right? We have to be Devin trusting. Yeah. Just Devin before you add us, Ohio State fans. <laughs> no, that, please. Apologies. Like Michigan gets to keep McCarthy. Like mm-hmm. I don't like I don't understand how how Michigan is not. Michigan has a better chance of winning a, a championship this year than Ohio State does. Okay. Am I wrong? I would disagree with that, just because I feel like the ceiling is different. I think that Michigan hit their ceiling when they were beating Ohio State, and Ohio State was nowhere near their ceiling at that point. And then we saw Ohio State maybe play to their ceiling against Georgia and almost beat Georgia while Michigan yeah. was losing to TCU, who then got absolutely murdered by Georgia. Um, Fair. I kind of think we've seen Michigan's ceiling under the current construction of their roster or close to it. Now, now I, mm. I give it to them. I included them on my 11. I do think they can win the national title. Because I like what they did in the portal, and again the quarterback. Like you, when you have yeah, a, right. a talent like that quarterback, and you have fifty percent blue chips or better, which they're they're fifty one percent, and they're right there on the borderline. But mm-hmm. yeah, like I I ended up giving it to them just because. Yeah, like I mean, you you talk about the quarterback thing, JJ McCarthy. The difference between them and Ohio State is Ohio State is at eighty five percent blue chips and. Sure. You you just yeah, don't no, you no. don't need your quarter you don't need your quarterback to be the best possible version of themselves to to have a chance to win the title when you have eighty five percent blue chips. Michigan is going to need their quarterback to be the best possible version of himself to win the title. Not necessarily to make the playoff. Like they've they've done it twice now without a Heisman winner at quarterback. McCarthy could become a Heisman winner, and I think that could. Pre- propel them to where they win a title, but he, it would probably take that level of improvement from him. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, the, okay. It's a very tough case. Like we can admit it. So there yeah. are people like us who like, we're very into the recruiting. Like we kind of, we, we keep track a lot of the, re- of the recruiting, the rankings. We think that matters a lot where one of our pod episodes recently was stars matter. Like it actually, like, it's a big deal. Like how many five stars you have on your roster. However, Michigan in, in that combination that they have the quarterback coach combination is it's covering a lot of the deficiencies that they have on the rest of the roster. Sure. To the point to where they can beat Ohio state back to back years. Mm-hmm. They went unbeaten this year. I mean, in, until the playoff, 
and like it's going to be the Ohio State game is going to be a home game for Michigan next year. I, I think that's a positive. And Ohio State's going to be breaking in a new quarterback. Like it's it's yeah, it's I think probably McCord, but like it could be Devin Brown. Do we think they're going to be what CJ Stroud is year one? Like no, like I I don't. <laughs> and and they have great receivers, fantastic receivers. There's no, no doubt about it. But I like like I like Michigan so much more because. They're they're also returning weapons. Like they're yeah, you're returning a really good running back. They're like Quorum's coming back. That's a big deal. I like the stability. Like I guess that that's just where I come down to is that they have beaten. They they beat Ohio State and they kind of beat them up like physically. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I yeah. If, if your argument is that Michigan is better than Ohio State next year, I could hear that argument. I think that's a different argument than who has a better chance to win the national title. But but see they can't they can't win a national championship probably I mean th- this year was kind of the exception where they both got in the playoff but I don't think Michigan can win a national championship unless they beat Ohio State like I don't think you can lose to Ohio State and still win a title I don't I think that does too much I think it ruins your morale for one like yeah I I think it I think it you have to put those two up against each other and the best team has a, the best chance to win and so for that reason I would put Michigan ahead yeah I. I think I understand that. I, I just feel like, okay, well, first of all, nobody has an amazing chance of winning the national title. Like if George mm. is the favorite, they're what? Probably five to one, like it's a 20, yeah. 20% chance of winning the title, which is like high, yeah. <laughs> like a 20% chance of winning right. the title is really high. Really I feel good. like Ohio state based on just the, the talent level of their roster, they, they don't need, quite as many things to go perfectly well. Like, I think based on the talent level of their roster, they have probably a, what, 8% chance of winning the national title, which is not very high. Hmm. <laughs> but hmm. I think it's more like Michigan's probably more like five uh, because mm-hmm. not only does JJ McCarthy need to play extremely well, all of those transfers they brought in need to hit. Everyone they still have on their roster needs to hit. They've brought in 47 blue chip recruits in four cycles and Ohio state brought in 77, 30 more. Like there's just 30 more blue chip recruits there's, there's so much more room for error when you have 30 more blue chip recruits. Sure. Yeah. No, no, no question. Like you're not going to find me arguing that no, no, like not at all. I just like, I would have Michigan. Yeah. The quarterback coach combination matters a lot for me. Like that makes up a lot of points. And, and like if Clemson catches that this year with Klubnik and well, I guess it would be Riley, but like also Dabo, like, like that combination, say they catch fire. That's an extremely dangerous team, extremely dangerous. Cause they have like a combination of the talent. And then if you can get the coach and quarterback really clicking kind of like what Tennessee had this past year, like when, mm-hmm. with him and hooker just going off and like they beat Alabama, like that's tough to do. Can I, can I throw out some Vegas odds? They, like these are sure. just like the way yeah. too early odds, but yeah, like, so it's Georgia at plus 300. So like you okay. get 10 to win to, three to, to win one. 40. Yeah. That's okay. actually really good. It's pretty that's, good. That's not bad at all. Bama's at plus 600. Um, they're number two, Ohio state plus 700. Michigan is fourth at plus 800. Then it drops down and goes to USC at 12 uh, plus 1200. And then Clemson. Um, LSU so Vegas agrees with that. <laughs> but they also have Michigan way higher than what you did. Like, well, I didn't Michigan rank. I wasn't, I wasn't listing mine one to 11. I was listing them 
I was listing them in, in blue chip ratio order. Like, I, there's no way I would have Texas A&M as the fourth best odds. They're just, they just happen to be fourth in the blue chip ratio. Okay. Like, I would have Michigan above Texas mm-hmm. A&M. I didn't, I didn't really mm-hmm. rank mine 1 to 11. I basically just asked who can actually conceivably win the title and who can't. Right. They're, yeah. No, they actually, yeah. USC is at plus 1,200. They're at five. I just thought that was interesting. That was somewhere you don't agree with that. 12 to you can one. get him at that's... you can get him at plus 800 that's eight to one. <laughs> oh my word wildly yeah, high that is i agree with you there all right should we just go down to the like i think we kind of agree for the most part by the way can we just give like these teams that stay at the top can we just acknowledge how incredibly difficult that is and yeah. like if georgia were to three-peat there was only one other team that three-peated. It was like the 1936 Minnesota, Minnesota, the Golden Gophers, the Gophers uh, three-peated. And I think that was like like World War II or something. So like it wasn't even like completely legit. Um, well, I guess maybe not in the 30s. Yeah, whenever it was. Yeah. Before, it was during the Depression, yeah. Was, was it Depression? That's, yeah. Like, like it hasn't happened, dude. And for it to happen yeah. now, like it's just so hard to even repeat. But yeah, yeah. I think that's like just wild. But like- Ohio State, yeah, Alabama, Michigan, just to kind of to, to be up there, to continually be up there and to be right there, yeah, in the mix, I think is is um, really interesting. But hey, did you you didn't have Florida State on your list? I noticed that. I did not. We need to talk about this. We need to talk about sure. Florida State. Why why are they not on? Okay, first, where did they finish? Um, like just from a from the rankings, I have I have the blue chip ratio. You mean or or the in the blue chip in the blue chip ratio? Yeah. Just under 40%, 39.7. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they're like 17, yeah. So I feel like they're the type of team that if everything goes right, they make the playoff. Mm. But can Florida State then go beat Ohio State and Georgia in their next two games? Like, right. Right. I don't think so. <laughs> I just don't. <clears throat> I don't think so. But you think Notre Dame can? Uh, just because, like, if Sam Hartman – is just on one. I, I think but that so, they have. So could Travis. So could Jordan Travis. Yes, but Notre Dame has a better rest of their roster. To yeah, like just mm. Notre Dame is going to have a better offensive line, probably, probably a better defense, and it might be just by degrees. Like it might not be significantly so. And we're and we're talking about we're talking about a minuscule chance. Like Notre Dame, I give them a what two percent chance of winning the national title next year. Like it's very small. Um. I just don't think I give Florida State any chance. I, okay. If everything goes no, right, no, they, I, they make the playoff. No, we agree. Yeah. No, I, I, have, I have no problem with that. It's, yeah, I just think it's interesting. Also, like, do we, we don't know who Notre Dame's going to hire yet for an OC. That matters a lot for me. Yeah. Like, like who you pair um, Hartman with is. There's some is talk that kind of part of the reason it's taking so long to actually announce Andy Ludwig is that they're, they have to do a, thorough vetting process which i don't oh, for, most of us yeah. are too young to remember this but like 20 years ago they tried to hire george o'leary as head coach and then it came out after they announced it that he had lied on his resume um so they had to fire him Ooh. after like eight days or something um so now ever since then it's like they're scarred and so like they have to be super careful about vetting every single thing um yeah last year they hired their defensive coordinator al golden after the super bowl part of that was because he worked oh. for the bengals but it took a while, yeah. even after that, like just to thoroughly vet everybody and all of that. So, would would Notre Dame would Notre Dame hire Kirby Smart? 
<laughs> I don't know. Um, probably. You think so? I don't think, I don't know that Kirby Smart would want to work for Notre Dame. But I'm just saying, like, yeah, hypothetical. Like, say Kirby is desperate to go to South Bend for whatever reason. He wants to go there. They're like, ah, we think about it. Like, or is it just an instant no? Because you have heard some of his locker room speeches. It gets <laughs> a little rambunctious sometimes. Yeah, the, the locker room speech, the the language thing, that that might be a, sm- a slight consideration. But also, like, Brian Kelly was not that different from that. Um, Tommy Reese was seen recent this season on national TV yelling at his quarterback to do his effing job. Like, yeah. uh, Harry yeah. Heastand, who just retired as their offensive line coach, one of the most respected offensive line coaches in the country, um, <laughs> very famously known to be a drill sergeant type of coach. So I don't know if that would be the thing. As much as, like, Kirby, he needs a program that's willing to go all in. Like, every mm, single yeah. thing you can do right to to put football at the forefront like that's what you do and Notre Dame is in a constant struggle like oh no if we focus too much on football then then that might hurt the academic side of the institution and and like no guys you can actually have both you can actually be awesome at academics and at football it's possible anyway that was exciting yeah yeah, I think I think yeah. Part of the reason why like Kirby goes to Georgia, I think he goes and like he's beat up on them so much in Alabama, like while he was there all those years. And when he got there, there were assurances that hey, yes. this is your university. W- whatever you need, it's yes, yes sir. Absolutely. <laughs> and yeah, money, whatever, access, planes, whatever it was, like it was pretty much all at his disposal. Mm-hmm. So it's a big deal. Yeah, no, you're right. I think the yeah the university being in lockstep with the football program is, is very important. Um, yeah. Something that I think Michigan is still figuring out. It seems like, I think that's part of the reason why Harbaugh is always threatening for the NFL. Like, like fine. If you really don't want to beat Ohio state, like you, you're not going to give me things for beating them. I'm, I'm going to like, I guess I'll go somewhere else. Yeah. And so then like, wait, like, okay, we'll give you a little bit more. So yeah, no, it's important. I, and there are some of the, like these older schools that just kind of struggle to get there. Ohio state to their credit, I think does a pretty decent job. I know there is some frustration, like Ohio state fans, like wish like we could be more on the forefront of yeah NIL and all that stuff, but like they do a better job than some like, yeah, Michigan, shall we say. Mm-hmm. So I gave my final list of teams that can win the national title. What, what is your final mm-hmm. list Ashton? You got to put your neck out there, man. I know the <laughs> A&M is cute. It really is. <laughs> A&M is not I struggle with that one for sure. <laughs> A&M, A&M is not winning a title this year. Bobby Petrino and Jimbo Fisher are not coming together. And yeah, that's not going to work. It's not going to work. So Alabama can win a title this year. Georgia can win a title this year. Ohio State, Clemson, Texas, Oregon, LSU, Oklahoma, USC, Notre Dame, Michigan. They can win titles this year. Tennessee can win a title this year. Did you mention Penn State? Yes, I did. If okay. I didn't, if I, yeah, I, I, I meant to, if I did. Okay. Penn State absolutely can win a title this year. That's, that's it for me. Okay. There's, there's a few teams, the teams that I stumbled on, like Utah is, is tricky, right? Cause they don't have a single five-star on their roster, but they play so far above it. They're super well coached. Like, I love that. The, the coaching staff is fantastic. I, yeah, I like th- they're sneaky. Like that's a that's a tough team to play against. That's a team that even Georgia would struggle to play against because of the physicality that they come with. Like mm-hmm. 
yeah, they come and kind of beat you up. Like that's kind of their thing. I think you have to have that. So did you include Oregon? Utah, I'm sorry. I didn't write down your list. <laughs> I did include, shall I, shall I go through one more time? Sure. Um, yeah. Bama, Georgia, Ohio state, um, Clemson, Texas, Oregon, LSU, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, USC, Michigan, Penn state and Tennessee. Mm-hmm. That is, that is the end of the list there. Are, yeah. I don't, there's a few other teams that are, yeah, kind of close and kind of, yeah, right in, right in there. Florida state was also kind of one North Carolina. Um, yeah. I also struggled with like Florida, Miami, like, no, I, I ended up not, not yeah. pulling the trigger with those guys. So, but yeah, I am in on Oregon. I do think they have a chance. I think it's a non-zero chance. Right. And if it's non-zero, then we have to put them on the list. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I like where they're at. Texas, Texas has to figure a lot out. I like Oregon has a better chance of winning this year than Texas does. Mm-hmm. Um, and in my opinion, um, Clemson, I think Clemson has a decent chance. Clemson has a Clemson would be a great bet to get in early. Like if you want to put something in early before the season starts, before it actually gets going and you realize how good they could look, put, put a few bucks on Clemson. I think that, yeah, I think it'd be worth something. Um, yeah. Michigan, obviously on there on my list as well. So yeah, no, I, any problem with any of that? I think I was more conservative than you were. I, I Yeah, I'm not even sure how, what your total, one, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. I think you had 13 and I had 11. Um, okay, okay. I actually, yeah, I had a few. I would bet a large amount of money that the team that wins the title will be on both of our lists. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, no, that's right. So the teams that that's we right. agreed on, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson, Oklahoma, Texas, LSU, Notre Dame, Penn State, and Michigan. Mm. So maybe that's the real list. Um, if we yeah. if we agree on those, um, yeah. I would I would also feel, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think my money would be on it being Alabama, Ohio State, or Georgia. It just feels like it's going to be one of those three. Mm. I don't know. I'd sprinkle a couple bucks on yeah, Clemson, sure. Michigan. Yeah. I'll throw maybe even Penn state, like, like say, say Penn state goes and upsets Ohio state at their place. Mm-hmm. Suddenly the whole narrative shifts. Like, you know what I mean? The odds Suddenly, would shift drastically after that. Massively. <laughs> you want, you want to be in on Penn state before that game. If you yeah. feel good about that. Yeah. So yeah, like that's it'd be worth a couple of bucks early on in the season on Penn state. Sure. Okay. Should we move on to the well before we move on to our fast food draft any other uh football news we should talk about i kind of i kind of talked about some of it um harry he retiring um which most position coaches wouldn't wouldn't deserve a mention really but he is one of the more <laughs> well-known position coaches yeah. in the country um i don't know how to really feel about it other than like it, it is a loss for notre dame it all depends on who they replace him with though um yeah i don't know, that, I don't know it's worth talking much more about than that because Whoever the offensive coordinator will be, will have a huge say in making that next hire. Um, Are we ready for the fast food draft? I will be honest. I have put a lot of effort into this. So <laughs> this, here awesome. could, this could get intense. <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's set this up. So this is not just a fast food draft of like our favorite fast food chains. This is the, the premise here is we, we're both drafting five fast food chains. These are the five fast food chains in this hypothetical world that we yeah. have to eat at for the rest of our lives. We can't, we cannot eat any other fast food chain for the rest of our lives. Um, 
obviously this is hypothetical, but mm-hmm. it is a fun exercise. We wanted to just do something a little off topic just for fun. Um, sure. Sounds like you put a lot of work into it. I also did a lot of work into it. What was your, mm-hmm. before we flip to see who goes first, what was your thought process on like kind of creating a big board a little bit? You, you got to look at teams, not teams, <laughs> franchises, brands. We're looking at brands. You got to look at brands that you're comfortable with, that you have a, like a lot of trust in. Mm-hmm. So like there's certain brands that you, you go to one and it's drastically different than the one just mm-hmm. down the road. And, and the consistency overall, because we are viewing this like I have to eat at these five restaurants for, for life. Like these, these yeah. are all I get, just these five. So you want <laughs> consistency. You want to be able, you want to like a little variety on the menu is nice sometimes too. Um, certainly later down on the list, like the four or five area, be able to kind of hit a, hit a couple of different things because you're trying to get as much as possible into these five. So you're not drafting like five burger places. No, cannot do that. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. Even if the value is there, you do, you have to, it's like a literal NFL draft. Yeah. Like the, va- the yeah. best available may not be what you're taking. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Let's just get into it. So I got a, got a quarter here. Uh, Ashton heads or tails? Uh, tails, tails never fails. Yeah. It is tails. So you have okay. the first pick and I'll just set it up before you, you pick. I had a clear number one Yeah. based on value. Ashton, with first pick in the fast food draft, you take who? It's it's Chick Fil A. It's Chick Fil A, okay. and it always it always was. I think this was a, a runaway number one for me. It's we we you talk about the quality from one to the next. I mean, the customer service alone is is fantastic. Yeah. I I really like yeah the 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 menu top is is everything there is solid. It, everything yeah. there is solid. There's nothing that they make that's bad. Um, yeah, I like it. I know it, I went chicken only for the first, which like some people may hit back at me for. They have some ice cream on the menu as well. I was going to say yeah. they have like good shakes and stuff too. Like and, and right. it, it, they're kind of light. Like yeah. you can just go and get a wrap or like some nuggets or something mm-hmm. like that. You're, you're just always going to have a good experience at Chick-fil-A. Gr- grilled or fried. I thought yes. that was key. Um, so yeah, no, honestly, the coin flip was a big deal because I was always <laughs> going Chick-fil-A one. I think I asked a lot of people like, where are you going your top five? Like, wh- where are you going number one? Chick-fil-A was, was almost the first name for everyone. So yeah, big for me. I feel like that would be probably the most, con- most people would agree with you 100%. I actually had a slightly different take. Um, Chick-fil-A okay. was probably my number two. Um, okay. I'm going Taco Bell with my pick. Um, mm-hmm. And I might actually enjoy Chick-fil-A more than Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. But there's plenty of chicken options out there, and there's nothing else like Taco Bell. And I know that no matter what I get at Taco Bell, it's always going to be – I'm not going to say great, <laughs> but I'm always going to enjoy it. Like, it's got a clear floor. You can always yeah. douse it in hot sauce if you don't love it. Um, <laughs> and there's nothing Open. quite like Taco Bell. And you can go there – like. Usually when you're craving fast food at 10 p.m., like it's probably Taco Bell that you're craving. That's my experience. It's what's open. It's what's open, yeah. too. Yeah. Like the open late, opening late, um, that matters. That does matter. I think yes. that's, that's something to be that needs to be considered. Sure. Yeah. All right. Um, so for me at two, and there's a lot of, for me, number one, if I got the number one pick, it was it was obvious. I was going Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was a no-brainer. I'm going to kind of take take a, a, this is a, yeah. Okay. This is a little, maybe outside um, where most people would think I'm going Panda Express Ooh. at two. 
I um, I think you're mixing it up. You're throwing throwing a little yeah a little different vibe in there. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, not just American food. It's not just a yeah sandwich um, or or chicken or pizza. You're you're throwing a little yeah a little something out there. I think that's that's interesting. Um, I I want diversity. Like sure. again, these are the five that we're going to for the rest of our life. I want some diversity. I want to make sure that I get the best diverse option available going mm-hmm. with Panda Express. I don't know if I would have drafted them, but they were definitely like one of those, one of those yeah. three through 20, like it, it, this is going to be difficult. Like, especially our last couple of picks, I have not determined who all of my draft okay. picks will be. Okay. Oh, this is so hard um, because like, and I'll mm. say one of the things that I'm looking at is. Yeah. Oh man, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to save that. I'm going to save what I was about to say for for a later pick because I'm not picking who fit that description just yet. Oof. Okay. Okay. You kind of took the probably the top chicken option off the board of Chick Fil A. Yep. Right. I don't know that I always like Chick Fil A the best of the chicken options, but it's always probably the safest and like the best service mm-hmm. and all that. Mm-hmm. But I'm going with Raising Cane's with my next pick. Um, oh. I really like Raising Cane's and it's key to me. It's key to me that you can get them kind of wherever. Um, There are times when Zaxby's is better. Yeah, Um, no doubt. There are times even like, I don't know if you eat Bojangles. I recently had Bojangles for the first time and loved it. Yeah. Very much confined to the Southeast. And I like to go all over the U.S. Um, Yep, sure. Zaxby's. I'm still not eliminating them from the rest of my picks, but Raising Cane's is a little bit more of a, a little bit more of an option across the country as a, as opposed to a little more specialized. Zaxby's is a little more Southeast, a few no in doubt. Utah. Um, but yeah, Raising Cane's, I felt like is just a very good option. Not quite as prevalent across the country as Chick-fil-A, unfortunately, but probably the next best thing if you're, if you're looking for something that you can get across the country. Okay. Yeah. Don't hate the pick. The, I think like you you mentioned Raising Cane's and they're obviously always going to be compared to Zaxby's, right? Like that's Mm -hmm. a very similar um, style, but Zaxby's can be better than Cane's for me sometimes. I think the key is sometimes because kind of going back to the consistency thing, it's not always like I had some, Mm -hmm. yeah, just some Zaxby's experiences that just weren't always good. So yeah, no, don't hate that at all. Um, I think, yeah, you're looking for, for a good chicken spot. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, raising canes, I think was the was the best left um, there after Chick Fil A. Uh, yeah, no problems there. Okay, to me at three, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and get a burger joint. Okay, I'm going with Culver's. You you have to hear me out. You have to hear me out. Culver's is fantastic. You go with the butter burger. You get cheese curds. They have some con- like the concrete, like the Blizzard type options fantastic also they make their own root beer culver's root beer it's unbelievable you're looking at burger spots for me there's no better fast food burger um yeah get out of here with the water burger stuff it's okay it's not great five guys forget it not having it jack in the box i heard some of that out there no no not happening we're going with culver's a lot in the midwest and you could have told me that like oh it's only in the midwest it's only one thing they're branching out now. There's culvers mm-hmm. everywhere. I like it. They're they're here in Georgia. They're in Florida. They're going places. I'd like to pick. I was scared it wouldn't be here. Culvers, Chick-fil-A, 
Like for me, those are fantastic spots. You mix that in with a little bit of, of um, Panda Express. I really like my top three. You were right to be worried that it might not be there because that was literally my next pick. I, I did not think the Southern boy would take Culver's. Um, Fantastic, by the way. I spent I spent some time in the Midwest, and yeah. I guess that's where yeah. I spent a couple of years in the Midwest. That's where I got started with it. They've got it going on. Like that they is, do. It's fantastic. Like I don't think it's talked about enough. It is. It's. It's not just better than the other burger spots. It's so much better than the other burger spots. It's like, like if you it's, combined it's, Dairy Queen and Five Guys. Yeah. Like yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I like Ugh. that. I like that. The ice cream is also underrated. Um, the ice cream, the root beer, um, very, very good from Culver's. The cheese curds, I, I think I already said that once. Yep. They're so they're fantastic. So yeah, I really like great value there. I saw the look on your face as soon as I said it. <laughs> you were definitely going Culver's next. Feel good. I feel good to have this. I think I think I'm winning the draft so far. I feel like I'm winning. Man, that that's rough. Yeah, you are. You got Chick-fil-A and I have raisin canes, and you've got Culver's and and I, I just don't think there's a burger place that's neck that's close that also has the the same level of ice cream, and there's no ice cream place place that has the same level of burgers and apps. Yeah, excellent pick by you. My hats off to you. As the Midwest guy, mm. I figured I would have that one on lock. Um, mm. Yeah, so excellent choice by you. Um, this is this is difficult because there there's a lot of places I could go next. I still have three picks remaining, and there's a few that I want, but I'm not sure if any of them are worthy of the number, number, number of my number three pick. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Just r- real fast. Where are we with In and Out? Like, okay, because In and Out, a lot of people have that up there. Again, yeah. we're East Coast guys. I've still had In and Out. I'm sure you have as well. It's. What do you think? What like what's? It's a burger spot. It's still there. You need a burger spot on your list. What are you thinking? So, I've had In and Out like once in my life, and I liked it. Um, I don't have their map pulled up. I, I have a lot of maps pulled up of the U.S. of like locations of these franchises. Do you have that one pulled up by any chance? I don't. No, I don't. Yeah. I was thinking it, it, it was a little more limited with in and out Is that <laughs> accurate or not? Yeah, no, it is. I, I know they don't really come east. Like as far, like for me in Georgia, like I have no chance of getting one locally. Um, yeah, it's mostly a California joint. They do have, I think they have some in, um, I've had one in Arizona before. I, mm-hmm. They probably have, so you're in Colorado. They might have one there. They just opened one in Colorado Springs, like within the last year or two. And so that's, yeah, I, I've had it. I've had it there. Other than that, so I'm looking at a map now. It's California heavy, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, and Texas. And then apparently now Colorado, like mm. that's about it. Like you're kind of looking at the Southwest. Right. Um, so for that reason, like, I don't know that I can take them. Um, okay. Okay. But do you like the food? Like, what do you think of the food? I liked it. Yeah. I, I didn't think it was anything like far out way better than other burger places. Um, but yeah, solid option. Yeah. Okay. So for my third pick, I'm going to go ahead and take an old reliable. Um, you took the best ice cream place. I'm going to take the next best ice cream place. They might be better on ice cream, but they don't have the rest. I'm going to take DQ, Dairy Queen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can get burgers there. You can get some You can get some chicken sandwiches and some wraps. None of it's that solid. is, like, amazing, but it's good, and their ice cream is really good. Yeah. You're just never going to go wrong with ice cream from DQ. Um, yeah. Like, I wish I had Culver's. I would like that better. I feel like I'm taking all the second place options for for your first place options. Mm. Um, 
But yeah, I'm at Taco Bell Raising Canes in DQ. I do like that I have Taco Bell. Like, I kind of got the, the fake Mexican place, and you have the, the Chinese place, like, as far right. as fast food. Right. So. Diversity. Yeah. What, what's what's your preference on those two? Whatever. Yeah. So, I'll, before we go to our final two picks apiece, you got Chick-fil-A, Panda Express, and Culver's. I got Taco Bell Raising Canes in DQ. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you going next, Ashton? Okay. And, by the way, don't hate the DQ pick. At all. Dairy Queen is, I, I think, always solid. Like, yes. you, you know what you're going to get. You're going to go. You're going to have really, really good ice cream. And they have underrated burgers. Like, it's not a Culver sure. burger. Not much else is. It's still, for fast food, really good burger. And universal, man. DQ yes. everywhere. In every town. So, yeah, they're everywhere. I Yeah. No, I like They're I think good, good at what they do. Good value. Yeah. Yes. Good value there for you. Uh, especially having to scramble there. Okay. I'm looking at... Pizza and subs. Ooh. I, I'm trying to trying to hit both of those spots. I'm I'm okay. You're gonna have to. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to work through this one a little bit. <laughs> There's you can go like a Jersey Mike subs. I, I'm not a big fan. It's okay. It's not mm-hmm. fantastic. Definitely not not for the rest of your life worthy. It's not. Mm-hmm. I also consider throwing in something like a Krispy Kreme. Like just mm. I know it's donuts and coffee, but man, it's good donuts and coffee. Like, and if that's for the rest of your life, like, are we going to be okay with that? Like, I thought about something like that. I think I'm going to stick with some subs. I'm going to go with firehouse subs. Oh that's man, that's a good one. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and pull the trigger on firehouse. I think there may be, now, I don't, I'm not going to say underrated, but I think there's good value, good value there yes. for firehouse. Um, I've never been disappointed. I, yeah, I really like like the, the, the warm, like the toasted subs. I think they're fantastic. So yeah, I, it was better than Subway, obviously. Um, Solid sweet than, tea. Right. Yeah. No, that's true. Better than Jersey Mike's, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to go ahead and check that one off. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead with uh, with Firehouse. That was my number four pick. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that pick. That's a, that's a very good pick. I think if we're just talking, like, favorite sub places, it's Firehouse for me. Like, I... Mm. They were definitely on my short list. Uh, I'm not sure if I'd have gone there next, but they were on my short list, and I don't, I don't hate that pick for you. Like, it mm-hmm. definitely is one of those picks that knocks an option off for me. Put mm-hmm. it that way. Okay. Oh man. Um, so I'm gonna start thinking out loud a little bit here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna list some of the places I'm, I'm considering. Okay. Um, I still have, like, there's a little tiny part of me that would love to put Zaxby's on there, but it feels a little bit specialized, and I already have Raisin Cane's. Right. Sure. I need, I still need a burger spot. I have DQ, so I can get a burger there if I need to, but it's not a, it's not necessarily like Wendy's or Son- or Five Guys. Um, Sonic is on my list as a possibility. I do think they're kind of similar yeah. to DQ because one of the things that they do is is ice cream, of course. They do it very well. They yeah. do. Uh, the, my other options, you took Firehouse. Chipotle is a is a lit, yes. is an option for me. Yes, yes. Um, it's Let's hard go. to go wrong with Chipotle. It's very good. And then my other option is Arby's. Um, just for something different, like it's a different kind of sandwich. Okay. In full disclosure, if you don't take Chipotle, I'm going Chipotle next pick. So yeah, I mean, it feels like the right pick. I think <laughs> before Arby's got rid of the loaded Italian sub, <laughs> like that might have been my next pick. 
I gotta go with Chipotle. Like it's just okay. it, there's other there's other places that are somewhat similar to Chipotle, but none of them that are as mm-hmm. far reaching mm-hmm. or as just like consistently good. No. Uh, just a very consistent, good option. You're never going to be super disappointed at a Chipotle. Um you're never yeah. gonna be re- regret going there. Um Yeah. So I know you already said you would have taken them next. Mm-hmm. This is maybe one area where I might have a bit. I feel like in a few ways, like we, we have a few options that are, obviously we both have chicken. We both, yeah. we both have kind of the ice cream slash burger. You, you kind of put your, your chips into subs and Chinese and I have my chips into Chipotle and whatever you call Taco Bell. <laughs> um, yeah, right, right. So when we put this out there for people to vote, like I, it, I do feel like a lot of it will come down to what people prefer between kind of those options. True. Um, what True. is your last pick? And and tell me where you're going. Like, what are your, what are all your options? And what's your last pick? Pizza. Like, I love pizza, right? Okay. And and I I want something from there. There's nothing better than yeah, a, a good slice of pizza, especially like watching a football game. It's just a staple, right? You know, like it's just a, really a staple, especially like kind of the idea of a pizza. Like it's the 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 value is good. Like for the price, like you can get a really it's a it's a good meal like i'm just mm-hmm. i'm all in on pizza so i have to go with it somewhere the options are domino's little caesar's pizza hut and papa john's so are, do you consider all of those to be fast food wouldn't you or no like i just have them on my list so i'm assuming that they mm-hmm. are would, would you not you would consider only little caesar's i th- <sighs> to me little caesar's feels like fast food pizza okay i don't okay. know that the others feel like fast food to me you can't walk into one of those places and be out in five minutes with your food, mm. mm-hmm. unless okay. you ordered ahead of time. Which no, that's then fair. It's a pickup. No, that yeah, no, I agree, and that's a whole different thing. Like if you're going with that, you can go like Buffalo Wild Wings. You know what I'm saying? Like right, anything, anything's available. No, I agree. I think yeah, no, good move. Go ahead and and, and put the put the rules in place. Something I I looked at like I didn't get um, Chipotle, but I could go something like Kudoba. Um, let's sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've had cookout again, kind of a Southern thing cookout open super late open two or 3am. Yeah. Really good food. A lot of bang for the buck there. Um, Ooh, that hurts losing the pizza. Okay. I'm going to have to scramble here. Sorry. Well, I'm gonna, <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It rules are rules. Um, by the way, in your, in the comments, tell us if you think that Papa John's pizza and Domino's count as fast food or not. Is Panera bread fast food? Ooh. Or what, like, what are we thinking there? Oh man, that's such a good question. Like I could go either way on that one. Because that's really, that's really good food. It, it feels, yeah, it feels kind of like a cross between fast food and a sit down place, mm-hmm. right? Right. Yeah. Oh man. To me, I do, I, I don't want to crap I, on it. Like to me, it feels slightly more sit down than fast food, but I could, I could, you could probably convince me of fast food. Okay. I do like how no I and I would agree with that first and foremost I I, I think you're probably right I'll, I'm I'm not gonna going going to take that one I like how none of us went with McDonald's Burger King <laughs> Wendy's they're so bad dude they're so bad like <sighs> it's you could the amount of times that I've had McDonald's willingly is very low very since very I was low. ten years old yeah or fifteen maybe. right Burger King even worse like it's yeah Wendy's. 
I can kind of get there sometime on Wendy's. It's yeah, it is what it is. Um, my hot take on McDonald's is that the things that they do the best are not actually their burgers, which is what they're obviously known for. It's, it's the other right. things. Right. Um, they're sometimes they used to have the snack wrap. They need to bring that back. Like that was excellent. Yeah. The fries are yeah. good. I would say, um, I'm trying to think of if the, McFlurries are good. They're, uh, mm-hmm. they do, they have frappes. You could buy three frappes at McDonald's for, you could buy three of them at McDonald's for the same of one at Starbucks. Like, yeah, right. Um, right. So there's a few things they do well, but burgers are not one of them. <laughs> yeah, no, they're not. I, hey, something that we didn't mention um, was how good Hardee's or Carl Jr.'s, depending sure. on the location. But like, we're like, I'll consider that just one. It's one franchise mm-hmm. or, or one brand. Sorry. How good those burgers are. Yeah. Underrated. Like if I'm going fast food burger and Culver's isn't available, like Hardee's is probably like my next best option. I'm thinking. Like, I think it. they have. I think they have really good burgers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, I I like that one a lot. Um, okay, I need to go ahead and finish up. I'm. I'll be honest. I'm a little panicked here. I sure. Let's go ahead and can we just list off both both our first four from yeah. Um, so from both of us. You have Chick Fil A, Panda mm-hmm. Express, Culver's, Firehouse Subs. So you got your chicken. You got your burgers, you got your subs, yeah. you got Chinese. Yeah. Mm. I've got Taco Bell, Raising Cane's, DQ, and Chipotle. So mm-hmm. I've got whatever Taco Bell is. <laughs> I've got Chipotle, which is also kind of its own thing. I've got my chicken, and I've got an ice cream kind of burger. Like, I'll just, before you make your final selection, like, I don't have subs yet, and I also don't really have a true burger spot. Um, so my final pick will probably be one of those two. Um, yeah, I, I can only pick one. Like I can't pick both a true burger spot and a sub spot. Um, right. Sure. Yeah. As far as what you're missing of the available things, I mean, you could go something similar to Chipotle, like Qdoba, like you mentioned, but that also might be a little more limited. Um, Moe's. Yeah. Moe's. Yeah. You're kind of looking at, if you're going to something, I mean, I don't know how you feel about Arby's, but you, you kind of have a lot of your bases covered. So props to you on your first four picks, quite honestly. Well, yeah, no, I was looking at, at Arby's. It just, that feels really high though, huh? For Arby's, like Arby's, how many times have you went to Arby's and been like, this is better than I imagined? And it's, for me, it's not much. Like it's good. It's, it's their curly fries and their Arby's sauce. Like that's curly where you fries are fantastic. Yeah. yeah, no, you're right. Curly fries are fantastic, but the roast beef has never blown me away at Arby's. Sure. Is, is where I'm going. So I'm going to go ahead I'm going to take Moe's. I'm going to go with Moe's, okay. similar to Cordoba. Um, Moe's, just a, it's, a, it's just a little bit more accessible, at least in my area. I'm going to go with Moe's. Southwest Grill, is that the Correct. name there? Yeah. Yep, yep, you got it. It's, it's yeah, pretty much a knockoff of, of Chipotle. Um, I, I really would have rounded out a great top five um, had I been able to put in Chipotle. Right. So, yeah, I, I also, I, I punted on Little Caesars. I like the fast food pizza place. It's not great. It's not great. If for pizza, it's pizza, if, but it's still not great. By the way, if we say that Papa John's, Pizza Hut, Domino's are not fast food, then you can still order those for the rest of your life. So you're good. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. True. True enough. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I guess I'm going with Moe's. I, I do think I might be a little bit niche. Like if we're doing voting, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like Culver's, like outside of me and you and, and the Midwesterners, we do have some Midwestern people that listen to the show, but 
it's not like super out there. It's like kind of like a hidden gem a little bit, at least for those of us not in the Midwest. I should have maybe gone Culver's with my number two pick because you weren't going to take Raisin Cane's after you already had Chick-fil-A. I wasn't. Um, I wasn't. That, that, was a, that was a misstep on my part. By the way, for those of you that have not had Culver's, it really is like it's the best of both worlds. You have amazing ice cream and you have amazing yeah. burgers and you yeah. also have really good appetizers, like just all yeah. of it. It's just really good. So eat it, Culver's, if you haven't. I'm still jealous of that pick. Um, mm. That's the one that's going to keep me up tonight. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. I've never eaten myself. Moe's. I, really so I, can't, I can't tell you anything about Moe's. I've never eaten there. But I okay. do feel like one of the things I was looking for was, like, are these places available in a lot of places? Like, I have Taco mm. Bell, Raising Cane's, DQ, and Chipotle. I can, I can eat – if I'm basically in any town in the country, I can find a place to eat fast food, right? Right, right. Um, the one thing I'm a little concerned about is if I travel internationally and, and don't have time to go eat good local cuisine, like, and that's why, like, I'm still considering a subway. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. Wow. There's, but, but the quality, I mean, subway doesn't have as good of a sub as, as a lot of these other options on here. Yeah. But I've never been like, man, I really was disappointed by my subway experience. I've never, I've had better experiences at firehouse. But sure. I, you you know what you're getting with Subway, right? So and because of that, you're you're not going to have overly high expectations, and so you mm. you're, you're not going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. And there's also more Subways in the United States than any other fast food franchise, even McDonald's. Correct. They're everywhere. Um, they are absolutely everywhere. Small town USA has a Subway. Every single one. Yeah, um, it's true. It's true. I live in a town with like sixteen thousand people, and we have three Subways. Yeah. <laughs> We have, there's a little town next to us, dude. It doesn't even have a stoplight. They've got a subway. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And and you can travel internationally and you'll find subways internationally as well. So that's like the one thing that's still keeping them an option for me. Um, It's them or a legit burger spot, which is probably, again, like, like if you're talking, if you're talking availability, it's probably Wendy's for me. Um, just, yeah, I like their burgers better than McDonald's and Burger King. Um, and also they have Frosties. Like you can never go wrong with a Wendy's Frosty. Um, oh, this is so hard. Do I go Sonic or Five Guys? What, what, what would you do in this situation? The, okay, Five Guys for me has always been overrated. I've never really sure. enjoyed Five Guys okay. that much. It, personal thing, whatever. Sonic Sonic sometimes. Sometimes it's great. I have DQ, so there's no point in taking Sonic, right? That kind of that's kind of where I would be. I would be much more likely to go something a little exotic. Say you go like pull the trigger on, I don't know if you're a Starbucks guy, something maybe like Krispy Kreme. Um, if you want to go Canada, you know, Tim Hortons, go to Timmy's, <laughs> something like that. I'm just saying, like you can you can, yeah, kind of spread it around just a little bit more, maybe take a shot somewhere. Have you ever had um Jimmy John's? Jimmy John's yeah. a thing? Um, not bad. If you're but if I'm going subs, subs, it's going to be Subway just because of the availability. Like, okay. No, I, yeah, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a little part of me that wants to go like Zaxby's or Bojangles just because it's kind of niche, like, and, and it's good chicken, but I have Raisin Cane's. Um, again, yeah. I'm very much thinking out loud here. It's, it's, it's Wendy's or Subway. Um, I'm going to say I can get burgers at DQ and I want to be able to travel in Europe and eat fast food if I need to. So I'm going to take Subway. Um, right, okay. I like it's it. just, it's literally just everywhere and you always know what you're getting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So 
All right. So that wraps it up. Year yeah. five to recap Chick-fil-A, Panda Express, Culver's, Firehouse Subs, and Moe's. My five, Taco Bell, Raising Cane's, DQ, Chipotle, and Subway. I mm. the only one that I can't speak to is Moe's. I've never had Moe's. Um which is probably the mm-hmm. most niche pick of any of our 10. Yeah, probably. Um, looking at yours, the one I'm jealous of is Culver's. Also, yeah. to some extent, Chick-fil-A and Firehouse, like those are also very good picks. I feel like because I have Raising Cane's, which is basically, it kind of fills my Chick-fil-A void. It, it doesn't quite have, like they don't quite have the shakes maybe and and some mm-hmm. of the frosted lemonade, like, um, and so for the, for those reasons, I, I do give you the edge on the chicken um, picks. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, sure. And I have also, also yeah. yeah, Chick-fil-A probably a little bit more available. Um, yes, like probably just from, Yeah, than Cane's. Cane's still is a little, like like they're not nearly as niche as what they were. Um, yeah. But still, I mean, it's, yeah, it's still kind of a fairly Southeast thing. It's not just everywhere. Sure. Um, so, yeah, those are those are the picks of yours that I would be a little jealous of. Yeah. Um, what about on your side? Are there any? Are there any that I got that you wish you would have gotten? I I like where you went later with the subway, just because it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's handy. It really is handy. Firehouse, the the quality. Like I'm, yeah. I'm going to be fine with Firehouse, and yep. I'll be honest. I I like my picks, like like mm-hmm. Chick Fil A, Culver's. I'm fine with all of it. Moe's was kind of a bit of a reach. I think I reached on Moe's, but for me, it was either Moe's or something like Krispy Kreme. Like, because I was trying to, trying to hit something else, like a different taste. Right. And that kind of, I I really liked my first four picks very well. I could afford kind of a reach. Um, so I did. Um, I wish I had Chipotle though. I wish I had Chipotle instead of Moe's. Like I would swap those two Mm -hmm. for sure. I would say like, if I'm, if I'm critiquing your list for negatives, probably the one thing you might not have is that there, there might be some towns where you don't have any options. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Which Chick-fil-A kind of might cover that for the most part for you. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. There's a, there's a lot of towns like Chick-fil-A kind of stays, stays out of smaller towns. So I pretty much have to be in a larger town. <laughs> if you're traveling no, on a Sunday, you might be screwed. <laughs> well, yeah. And Culver's <laughs> open on Sundays, coming through for me every time. Culver's. Yeah. yeah. There you go. No, no, I, I like where I'm at. Um, yeah. I I don't know that I'll actually win the vote. Like hmm. I, I like my restaurants better. Like I feel like you might even like my restaurants better, but I feel like you'll win the vote simply because name recognition. Mine's you a little more maybe, mainstream, yeah. <laughs> right. You have a little bit more just like names that pop. Um Culver's fantastic but still very like it's not everywhere culver's is still not everywhere i actually think you're going to win the vote just because of chick-fil-a like everyone's going to see that and and that will yeah. take precedence over everything else yeah <laughs> if, if i know yeah. our voters <laughs> yeah well yeah no fair you you do have you have subway and taco bell which is mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah everywhere right like sure reaches out yeah a lot of spots nope don't hate it this has been fun. I think it's really fun. Um, I need yeah. a Culver's burger. Man, a good frozen oh. custard, frozen custard and butter burger would be fantastic, right? Now. Man, stop it. Yeah, we 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 don't have a Culver's super close to us, so yeah, um, yeah. But now I'll be looking for that specifically. Right. All right. Well, that was fun. Um, yeah. I I kind of enjoyed having an off-topic thing like that. If, if you guys that are listening have any suggestions for off-topic drafts of stuff that you want to hear. Um, let us know. Um, no guarantee we'll do it, but we'd love to hear suggestions. 
Um, and also we're going to post this probably on our Instagram story and you guys let us know who won. You can also let us know in comments on YouTube or mm -hmm. on Instagram. Um, or you can message me privately and tell me how incredible my draft was. I'm okay with that too. Um, yep. Yeah. So anything else before we wrap this up, Ashton? Nope. That's it. It's been fun. Um, no football until late August. Yeah. yeah. We had to end yeah. on that note. That sucks. I did. I apologize. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. Have a great week and God bless you all.